So what we're looking at is deflate gate. Where I'm sitting on the deal is, I mean, they compromise the integrity of the game. And as far as I sit, the only other time somebody's in, has compromised the integrity of the game is Pete Rose. And he was banned from baseball. If you have deflated balls on purpose to win a game, you ought to be done. You ought to be out of the league. How would you equate deflate gate, no pun intended, to steroids in baseball? Well, steroids in baseball, well, I guess you, I, I would have to say you got me there, but, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's the same the deal. It's the integrity of the game, but... You can't detect steroids at the time at the time when the steroid era was going on. You couldn't detect it. They couldn't. They couldn't prove who was doing it. We can prove the fact that the Patriots deflated balls. We can. Perf- we can prove that. So we know they and 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 in one of the most important games of the year, compromising integrity of the game. So, why is it? I don't know why we're arguing over how many games Tom Brady is going to lose. He should never be able to play again, in my opinion. If he's responsible, and I can't say, I can't say he shouldn't be able to play ever again. If he's not responsible, it's not his. I mean, it's his organization's problem. But if he was directly responsible, I don't think that guy should ever take a snap again. He compromised the integrity of the game. I mean, what do you think? I've already lost my thunder on the play again. I'm ready to move on. Okay, we're moving. Let's go to the round rock. That was a good argument, though. Okay, okay. So what we're working with, I mean, I don't want to get into politics too much. Because I don't want that the podcast to be about that, but okay, we got to talk about Donald Trump, right? We got to talk about Donald Trump. I don't know. It, me myself, I don't support a two-party system, so I can't. Now I can't say whether I'm a Democrat or a Republican. If you look at what Donald Trump's doing, he's obviously using his money to get publicity. And he's getting votes because of it. Well, he's popular because he's not pulling any punches. But he's just going out of his way to make some of the most ridiculous comments I've ever heard in my life. And he's definitely appealing to the, you know, way right wing nut job, you know, people that the birther people, the people that still believe that Obama, you know. Then, not a United States citizen. No <laughs> matter what proof, I mean, you can have an eyewitness account of seeing Obama breach the vaginal <laughs> cavity of his mother on U.S. soil. You can have that on videotape, and there'd still be people who'd be like, no, no. I'm not no. sure we Photoshop. can. I'm not sure we can say vaginal cavity on the podcast. Vaginal cavity is a scientific <laughs> term, dude. Did all right. Did you human anatomy in college? Well, the only... I did, but all they told me was just say 
Penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. Well, that's also that's very good advice, but vaginal cavity is definitely a word that can be spoken. Well, I did get kicked it's out. Cable TV. I did get kicked out of class because I did snicker when they said penis like the fourth time. But I mean, come on, who says penis four times? I mean, I figured if you say penis four times, then a penis shows up, you know, like Beetlejuice. But, I mean, you know, yeah. They could have used other terms like, you know, Rod or, you know, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I got you. So, Does the well, female form make you uncomfortable, Matt? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> you mean Johnson? <laughs> All right. So what we're looking at, I mean, we got to get down to the brass tacks of what's important right now, and that's baseball. Baseball is definitely the most important thing I mean, right now. I mean, if you're listening right now and you're not into baseball, well, one, got the wrong fucking podcast. Two, you need to reevaluate your life. You do need to reevaluate your life. And hopefully this will be day one of being like, you know what? This is day one of being a better person. Of being a better person. Of being a real American. Because this is America. Well, that is true. That is true. American game. But I'm not a big fan of being American because I I like to think of myself as more like American. But I love baseball, so oh, and I love cheeseburgers and I love beer, so I must be American. Well, but anyways, well, we're looking at baseball. There's only two teams you can really talk about right now. That means the two best teams in all the land. Well, I got to look at it. I mean, we got to talk about. Where everybody, where everybody's looking. I mean, everybody loves the American League. Everybody's just thrilled with all the uh, moves that American League teams have made. But, Adam, right now, who's the best team in the American League? I would definitely, and this is my unbiased opinion, have to say that the Kansas City Royals are the most well-rounded baseball team in the American League. And why are you telling me that? Well, having, you know, watched about a hundred of the Royals games this season, I, I would venture to say that in terms of batting, defense, speed, pitching, bullpen, home field advantage, you know, the fans, they, they just, they've got everything right now. They've got it all. And although Toronto has the lineup of mashers, their, their pitching is not as good. Their defense is not as good. Their base running is not as good. And, well, to be quite honest, they're Canadian. So they're always going to be second tier in baseball, in my opinion. Well, Adam, I, I respect that. But I'll tell you, besides the fact that I know that Adam is, uh, has covered the Royals for many years, I can speak from the outside perspective of that. The Royals are the Royals are the best team in, in the American League. They do everything baseball wise. They play defense, they pitch, the bullpen comes down, comes in, closes games down. They steal bases, they take the extra base. I mean, they do everything baseball wise. They're a great team. They are a great team and I know it, it, it kind of looks like with the moves that Toronto made, 
and kind of the win streak they went on, that it kind of puts them in the limelight. But to a true baseball fan, all that was was catch-up speed because the Royals have been doing it all year. Do you agree? I agree, absolutely. And the record has indicated that throughout the entire season. They passed the eye test from game, game one to game 110. And you can look at it, look at it on, on the fact that, uh, I mean, obviously, Adam's speaking from a fan of the Royals, but I'm speaking at, from a fan of the Cardinals, that this team's playing great baseball, and you can't deny that. You just can't deny that. Although I would love to see a Kansas City-Toronto series in the playoffs because... I, don't I mean, believe I, that there's any love lost between those two teams. I'm look, I'm looking forward to that because I like I liked how chippy. It, well, I don't know if I liked it, but it got chippy before. And I mean, I liked. I would like to see as a baseball fan that lineup facing that pitching staff, and I think it'll be good. I well, think it'll be great. And as Americans, you know, there's nothing more that we like. Then baseball and violence. And when you can put those two things together, it's, well, as it's long as you guys, <laughs> as long as you guys got Ventura on the mound, there'll be some violence. There's violence, yeah, no doubt. Man, I can't give you, I can't give you all, all the, all the uh, pub. We'll talk about the best team in baseball, the best team in baseball, which is St. Louis Cardinals. And they've been the best team in baseball all year long. And we've just done what we do. We play good baseball. We pitch. And we hit a little bit, just a little bit. And we win 70 games. I mean, when you look at it, I know I'm a, I'm a St. Louis fan. So, But when you look at it, how great from an outside perspective is the run of uh, is the run of St. Louis baseball over the last what six, seven, ten years? Basically, the decade, man, and it's probably one of the most underrated aspects of greatness in all of sports because you, you take a team that really doesn't have the huge market, it's not in New York or in LA, doesn't have the two, three hundred million dollar payroll of some of those teams, and just year in and year out. You all, I mean, you, it just, it's a foregone conclusion that down the stretch, they're in it. Yeah, you don't, it doesn't matter if you think about the NL Central. Well, one, you're thinking the Cardinals are going to win it. But when you get into the NLCS, you're thinking, well, who is going to play the Cardinals in the NLCS? And really, the last 10 years, it's been the Cardinals or the Giants. The Cardinals or the Giants. And there's really been the two teams in the NL. And really, when you look at it, the Cardinals and the Giants, they're the same team. They They pitch, and they hit just a little bit. And And the Giants came up and just hit a little bit more. They developed their own talent. Yeah. And, you know, they play to their strengths. Which is one thing that I've thought about, which... You look at the teams that sell the farm. They sell the farm to get those big names. How many of them, and I, we don't have a stats department, so we, can't, we don't know, but how many of those teams that sell the farm make it? Look at the Dodgers right now. 
they've sold the farm every every year. Yeah, yeah. And two of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball, and you know, a lineup full of big names, but they don't have a team in the true sense that the Cardinals have a team and the Royals have. A team. Okay, we'll bring up a subplot here. Kershaw, one of the best pitchers in Stud. baseball. Stud. Stud, of course. Bring him to St. Louis, and what is he? Punk. Every time. Yeah. It's been two years in a row. They've, I mean, yeah, they've, they've, they've roughed him up. I mean, he's, he's won, what, two Cy Youngs. Yeah. If you get roughed up in the playoffs twice... I mean, how do, how's your legacy go? He's kind of like the Marty Schottenheimer of pitchers. Hey, don't talk about Marty. I got a soft spot in my heart for Marty. I got a soft spot in my heart for Marty, too. Yeah, I think Marty's one of the greatest NFL coaches that has ever coached the I, game. I would not disagree at all with you there. But when it came time, the push came to shove, and then the playoffs were there. You know what? Marty coached his butt off when the playoffs came. The only reason he didn't go to a Super Bowl is because somebody didn't get down after an interception. All you have to do is get down that guy's in the, in the, in the Super Bowl, and they might have won it. Yeah. They had LT. They had Phillip Rivers. So don't ever cuss Marty. I'll never cuss Marty. Marty is a... Although I cussed Marty, I cussed Marty a lot when he, when he was with the Chiefs because I thought... Why aren't we throwing the ball? Why aren't we throwing the ball? Because all I we did. I wondered if early on in his coaching career in Kansas City, if he was aware that the NFL had made the forward pass a legal play. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that happened back in the 50s, but I just didn't know if word had gotten out to him. That it I, I, I thought the same thing. We both thought, thought the same thing. But then when I grew up and played legitimate college football and then looked at the situation, I was like, well, yeah. You shouldn't have thrown the ball there. You should have ran it. But the the one thing I couldn't explain when he was coaching was why was Rich Gannon not the starting quarterback? There is no way I can figure that out. Because I've tried to put give Marty the fucking benefit of the doubt on everything, but that is one thing. You get, you get rid of that guy and he goes to the Super Bowl. Your starting quarterback, Elvis Gerbach, goes down. You have arguably the greatest defense. You have the best defense in the league there, hands down. Oh, the best oh that year, in the yeah. The 90s, for sure. Your quarterback goes down. You bring in a guy, Rich Gannon. You ride him all the way into the playoffs. Home field advantage. Gerbach comes back after the bye week. You bring him in. He throws three picks. Just plays like garbage. Why do you not jerk him? You lose a one-score game when you should have just wiped the table with the team. That yeah. Game. And you should, well, they, they really should have ran the table all the way. I mean, they, they had There were all. several years they should have, but you know they never had a quarterback. They were gun-shy every year after Blackledge. They were gun-shy. Really, the only chance they ever had was those two years Montana played for them. Well, I mean, you look at drafting a quarterback. There were several good quarterbacks that were drafted after Blackledge. Not just that year, just several years later where they had a chance at. But, I mean, you can't be a soothsayer and know who the fuck is going to be good. So, speaking of which, so, out of the rookie quarterbacks for this season, 
Who do you like? Winston. I put my money on Mariota. I put my money on Winston. See, I think Winston is a... I think he's number one. He's a very. Smart I don't need player. to know. I don't need to know why he's better than Winston. I need no, to know why I'm he's a good NFL like quarterback. Mariota. Mariota. Very smart. Two. How do you know he's very smart though? He's a smart guy. How do you know that? Did because you fucking talk to him? I bet on a shitload of Oregon games over the last couple of years. So that makes it, that makes it okay. No, that just makes, lets you know that I've watched the, watched the guy play a lot. He's a smart I, who guy. Who cares? Smart guy. Didn't throw a lot of pitches. I've, I've watched a lot of people play that can't even fucking read. Has unbelievable speed and athleticism. And I think. You that know that with, speed with and athleticism and, doesn't mean shit in the NFL, right? Were you not around for the last two fucking years? Oh, I've been around. Did you watch fucking Robert Griffin play football? Mariota's got a good arm. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be trash, but I think your reasons of him being good are Well, trash. I like him better than Winston because I think Winston's got a million-dollar body and a ten-cent head. I think he's a fucking moron. I, I don't disagree with you that he has a ten-cent head, but a ten-cent head can fucking make a million dollars at one point. I'm not saying that he can't, but he just... I'm just saying... Plus, I would put my money on Winston being good over Mariota being good. I would. I mean, Mariota's a safe play, but he's playing one for the Titans, and they're going to be playing in the Central where where they're just going to get fucking trashed. They have a fucking revamped offensive so the line. NFC South, which has Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Carolina. That's not NFC. He's playing for the Titans, right? I'm talking about Winston. Yeah? That's a much tougher division. Up and down. Well. And then, let's see. AFC, you've got Houston, Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville versus Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina. I'd much rather play in that AFC division. Carolina? Carolina can play on D. Who else can? Atlanta can't play. They got old. Who else, Who else can play? Who else can play? I'm just got, saying. Jones, all right, you want to put it right here? You want to put it on? You want to put it on uh, recording that I'm going to say that Winston has a better year than Mariota does. How, How much? Do we determine better year. What are we going by? Stats, wins. I mean, what is it? We're going to go Do you by QB rating. We're going to go by QB rating. QB rating. 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 Well, it's the only safe way to do it, right? We can't go by wins because, well, both teams are terrible. I don't know. That's just betting on the team. We're talking about, I think, QBR, right? QBR like the ESPN quarterback rating? Yeah. Fine. What's the wager? Uh, round of golf. You got yourself a bet, sir. All right, well, take it right here. It's on. It, it is recorded. So when no, no, you get I mean, embarrassed. So not that my, I mean, my handshake should be good enough for anything. But, I mean, you got to make sure that we make a point to announce that it's been a bet made, you know. Well, I don't think, it's here. not like you, like you think I'm it's not like your handshake it. is not really, worth it. Hey, it's not like your handshake is not worth its salt. 
I'm just telling you, we may not remember that handshake. Well, I'll remember, you know, I'll definitely remember as Mariota wins Rookie of the Year that you... Oh, you think Mariota, Rookie of the Year. Now you get fucking high. When Winston's not even starting a game after week five. You think Mary? Even if Winston doesn't start a game after Week Five, fucking Mariota ain't gonna win Rookie of the Year. He's got a better shot of doing that than you've got of winning this bet. Ah, you are fucking high on life. (laughs) You are high on life. You know what? Just because you grow a beard doesn't mean you know shit. (laughs) See, I told you. Because we are bereaved, it's not like it's sex. I think that's about all I've got for a podcast. We'll be right back.